Hello and welcome to the I Am Rare podcast and I'm your host Alina. This is a place where each week I interview inspiring and rare ladies. We talk about self-journey, health, life, career, success, how do they get there and what does make them rare. Without further ado, let's dive deep into today's episode. Hello guys and welcome back. This is your host Alina and thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you all are doing well. You're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, night or whenever you listen to it. It's actually Saturday afternoon when I'm recording this and you can hear this my vo- that my voice sounds a little bit weird and a little bit different. So It was very difficult to talk in the morning and I will explain why, but first of all, let's make a short week review. And I've been very active this week and I've been doing lots of different activities as walking, running, and of course I was doing my Pilates and stretching. So my body's kind of sore and I feel like I'm gonna stretch after this recording or do some gentle movements because I think it's gonna help me to feel better. I spend lots of my time in downtown, just walking and observing everything, spending time by myself, listening to music and podcasts, which is my favorite thing to do. And the other highlight was just sitting in the park, drinking my cold coffee and listening to the nature sounds like the birds. You know, I feel so grateful that I can experience these small things and fill my cup because this is a perfect way to recharge and I also spent a couple of days at home relaxing from every scene and I can't even describe to you guys how much time during this week I spent on editing. Lately I've been procrastinating on my podcast duties and by the moment you will be listening to this episode I will be already working at my new job which I'm so excited about. It's the new chapter in my life and I'm so grateful about this. So I want to focus on my attention in my new job as much as I can and work really hard and do my best before my vacation which is also about to happen in less than two weeks. So today I also have two more recordings to do and I strongly believe that I'm gonna to edit them afterwards. I've been working a lot on my podcast lately and I hope guys that you love and enjoy listening to it. And as far as I told you everything about my week, we can jump into our highs and lows. So yesterday it was Friday and I was in the concert of Ukrainian artist which is like huge here he's extremely popular and he has a stadium tour and the atmosphere there was unbelievable like he performed so good live music choreography i left all of the above i was having so much fun dancing singing screaming filming even if i'm not a huge fan and i was there with my best friend and our mutual friend so the point is that we bought the tickets more than a year ago the same is about the concert it was to be it was supposed to be the last year but it was postponed due the pandemic and now i'm gonna tell you my low so my whole body is hurting And I could barely speak in the morning after the concert. 
but it's totally was worth it. Now I can speak better, but it's a little bit hard. So I'm drinking coffee and tea and I have my air conditioning on because while I'm drinking all this hot liquids, it's very hot outside. And as my plans for the upcoming weeks, as my plans for the upcoming, now we can talk about so my plans for the upcoming week is to start my new job, obviously, and work support there, literally do my best. I also want to we I also want to knit with some of my girls. I haven't seen them for a while. And one friend of mine is about to come back from Montenegro, the exact same place where I've been in May. And I also believe that I will start preparing for the vacation. During this week, I should write the checklist of the things that I need to pack. And I also should book a COVID test that I need to take 72 hours before the flight, I believe. And as always, I have some recommendations for you guys. I've been trying to be more spiritual and focus on my well-being even more. So I've been trying and doing different meditations from sustainable bliss collective and i instantly can feel the difference and positive impact on my mood also i've been reading their blog about freeing your summer spirit which is so relevant right now reaches rituals that can help you to feel grounded and how to take care of yourself depending on how much time do you have whether it's like 5 10 15 or 30 minutes and for my luck our today guest is Jasmine. She is a certified meditation teacher and she is a founder of Sustainable Bless Collective, a self-care community and membership for ambitious women who need the reminder to slow down and schedule their self-care instead of letting it be the first thing to fall off their to-do list. I was so excited to have her here and she guides weekly meditation and journaling classes, both drop in a membership based, which offer a mix of intention, setting and relax relaxation classes. And the goal is to help reconnect with yourself rather than letting the external world dictate your decisions and to help you reduce overwhelm and stress so you can feel calm when you have a busy schedule. And this episode is pretty long. And I guess this is literally the longest conversation that I have ever recorded for my podcast. But it's so informative. I swear to God. If you've been curious in meditation for a while like me, or you just new to it, you will find answers to all the questions and you will learn an unbelievable amount of information. So Jasmine and I, we talked about her platform, her journey with meditation, spirituality, and inner peace. We got an all information about her platform, and Jasmine answered some frequent asked questions about meditation, so you will get a full insight about it. And Jasmine is so kind. She literally has a beautiful soul, and it was so nice to talk with her. I think I found another online friend, and I'm so grateful about this. And without further ado, let's grab a cup of tea, coffee, whatever you have desires. Let's go ahead and let's get started. Hello, Jasmine. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? 
I'm doing great and I'm so excited to have you today. It's going to be a very interesting conversation as far I'm very curious in our today's topic. And before we start with you, how is your life going? How is like post-pandemic life? Is everything good? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really feel post-pandemic yet. Things are still like slowly starting to get back to normal, but it's yeah, it's definitely been interesting these past almost two years, or I guess it's only been like a year and a half, but it feels like two years. I don't know. And yeah, I am doing well. I was able to finally go away for last weekend. We went to a cottage and stuff for the long weekend, and it was so nice to take that time off because I feel like when you're at home and you're an entrepreneur, you're just working all the time and it can be so hard to force yourself to get out of the house and to take time to rest. So it felt really, really good uh, to do that. So I'm feeling good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's been like actually crazy summer. So it's like mm-hmm. the weather is unbelievably hot. We have never had such hot weather in years or even in decades. I cannot go outside and I cannot go wow. for a walk with my dog because I have a Yorkshire Terrier and he's literally dying outside. Oh. So it's like, oh my God, I'm saying to him, oh my God, poor <laughs> dog, what can I do to help you? And it's like nothing. I cannot do nothing. I cannot do like anything. Oh. So I use my air conditioner like I guess 24 seven almost. I don't use it at night because I'm scared that I'm going to get ill. But Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, summer is kind of cool. I've been waiting for this for so long. We still have some some restrictions, but we can do like more things. And this is exciting. And people in general are so excited about traveling because everything, not everything, but most countries are opening right now. So I guess it's going to be very good and cool. And I'm just happy. And actually it's raining today. And I'm excited about this because I can sit at home and, (laughs) you know, do my stuff because I've been procrastinating for so long and now I need to do everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I do the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, and now let's talk about yourself. Where are you from? How old are you? Tell us everything. Yeah, so my name is Jasmine. I'm 24 and I'm originally from Toronto, Canada, but we moved to Montreal, Quebec last year in October. So it's like I said, it's very nice now because we're just starting to get to experience the city as it starts to open up, which is, yeah, just really exciting. It's been fun to have the opportunity to explore a new city. And a little bit about me, I'm definitely uh, an entrepreneur at heart. So I originally (laughs) went to school for media and communications. And right after graduating, I got a job in corporate when I lived in Toronto. And It didn't take me long to realize that I didn't love working there. And it wasn't the job. It wasn't the people. Like, I really did have a good overall experience. Um, But I just wanted more freedom. And I was like, this is not what I see myself doing in 10 years. So why would I stay for that much longer now. So I started to, while still working there, I started to explore other things on the side and see what I was maybe interested in and maybe what I wanted to pivot into. Uh, So while I was working there, I got certified in nutrition. I got certified as a meditation teacher and then moved to creating my own business. So my quote unquote (laughs) full-time job is still in media. So I do, I work with my clients. I have 
just a freelance business where I do like virtual assistant work, social media, web de- website design. And that's where, you know, I make most of my money and it still makes me happy to work with work with clients who are growing their own businesses. But the more and more that I do it, the more I'm like, I really want to spend my time building my own business and my yes. own, you know, dream business. And that's a well-being and self-care community. That's called uh, Sustainable Bliss, which I'm I know we're going to talk a little bit about. And so with that, I have a blog, I have a Facebook community, there's a membership all about self care. So I really just love all of those things. And I'm seeing more and more how I can incorporate that into my life and share it with other people. Yeah, Yeah. this, this is wonderful. You're doing so many things. This is crazy. (laughs) How do you even how do you even have time to do all of it? (laughs) Well, I definitely am always kind of been an overachiever. So I like to book myself (laughs) very full. My schedule is always busy. But they say that you teach what you need to hear the most or you teach what you need to learn the most. And so a lot of my content is around like slowing down and meditation. And it's so funny because like they're literally just reminders that I'm telling myself, but I know that other people, especially if you're someone who's ambitious and you set a lot of goals for yourself, you need these reminders just as much as everyone else. And so I like to you know, remind people that yes, it's great to have these goals. And I like to remind myself, but you still need to bring it back to the present moment and what's really important now. And how can you find, you know, happiness in the now instead of always looking towards the future. So it's a balance. And yeah, I I definitely am busier than I want to be. My dream life, I have a lot more space in my day. But for right now, and where I'm at, it works for me. So yeah, it's just, it's a journey. (laughs) Oh, this is so cool. And I'm so grateful that in your busy schedule, you have place for our recording and time to do this. (laughs) (laughs) It's really wonderful. And as I started talking with you about like, what, what do you do? And you said that you are a certified meditation teacher. And how did you get interested in meditation? And how did it change your life? Because I know for most people, it's like something so big. And I guess for you, it's the same. Yes, definitely. So when I was working in corporate, like I said, I pretty quickly realized that it wasn't for me because I didn't have it the first things that I noticed was that I didn't have like the freedom that I wanted. I wanted to be able to make my own hours. I wanted to be able to travel and rather than having to come into the same office every day, that kind of thing. But another reason that I knew I wanted to pivot was because I was feeling really like stressed out in that job. And So like I said, I'm an overachiever. I'm a people pleaser. That's how I've always kind of described myself, like getting really good grades in school. And so when I transitioned to corporate, it was, I did all the same things. So I was just working really hard to succeed and to prove myself in that job. And I burnt myself out really, really quickly. So I was staying up late. I was working long hours. I didn't set really good boundaries for myself. And so at some point I realized that it wasn't just that I wasn't aligned with the job energetically. And that's why I was feeling like drained and tired, but it was actually that I was physically drained as well. I would sleep for like 10 hours and I would wake up and I would still be tired. And I'm like, there's something 
wrong. That's more than just me not, you know, not liking the job. Like this doesn't feel right. So I went to a nutritionist and we did some blood work and stuff and found out that, yes, I had some like health (laughs) concerns that were causing me to be tired. And so she was like, this is caused by stress. (laughs) This is caused because you're not giving yourself enough rest. And I was like, oh my gosh, I thought I was taking good care of myself but clearly I wasn't. And so that's when I started to change my lifestyle. I started to, I asked if I could go in a little bit later to work, still work eight hours, but like not go in till 10 in the morning so that in the morning I could go to the gym or go to a yoga class or make myself a really good breakfast instead of like skipping all of those things. Uh, That's also the time that I started meditating. So I had never really done it before up until that point. But I had heard so many good things about it. I was like, okay, I have to try this. And in yoga too, like the more that I started to attend yoga classes, the more I realized that you kind of get a little bit of meditation in yoga. And I was like, this feels so good. How can I incorporate that into my life? And so it really did change my life because it allowed me to, even though I couldn't transition out of that job right away, I needed the income and it made sense for me to stay in that job for a little bit longer, even though I realized I didn't love it. Like you can't just always transition so quickly. And so meditation is one of the tools that I used while I was working there to reduce my stress while I was there to get back my health, get back my energy and stop feeling so drained. Even though I couldn't change everything about my life, I was able to change that that small thing. And so as soon as I realized how much of an impact it had on me, I wanted to share it with others too. And so that's why I got certified in it. Yes, this is wonderful. And before we start recording with you, I told you that I've been like watching and re-watching your meditation that you've been doing like on your Instagram. And it's literally so helpful, especially for me. I was sitting from next to my computer for I guess 10 or or 11 hours. So it was a lot, yeah. like almost all day. And I feel like, okay, I need to, to find this balance with myself because I feel I'm losing myself in some way. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I guess spirituality and finding inner peace, it's very difficult. What is it for you and how can we find it? Yeah. So I just described, I think spirituality, I think they're both very unique, but spirituality is so unique. Everyone has a different perspective on it. So I just kind of describe it as the belief in something bigger. So uh, regardless of what that looks like, and I think that it's really important to have because there are going to be hard days. There are going to be long days where you can't, like you said, you don't look up for your computer from your computer for 10 or 11 hours and you get to the end of the day and you're like, oh my gosh, what is this all for, you know? (laughs) And so I think it's important to remember that life isn't linear. There's always going to be ups and downs. And sometimes it can be hard to feel like what, like to know why you should keep going and pursuing these dreams if they're going to be hard and if it's going to be uncomfortable. So I think that having some kind of belief that like things are working out for you or that you're trying your best and that something is, you know, whatever you believe in is like watching over you, supporting you. I think it can just be helpful to have that sense of spirituality so that 
you can just feel a little bit more at peace and like you're doing your best, but you don't have to have everything figured out because there's something bigger at work. That's how I describe it. And I think that if you have that sense of spirituality, then it can help you to also find inner peace. And I, I guess I would describe inner peace as just a feeling of being content with how you are, wherever you're at, like as you are right now. And you know, you're doing the best with the information that you have, you're doing the best for whatever part of your life you're at. And so if you just have this kind of belief that things are working out for you, again, like you're doing your best, then there's not so much of a need to stress out about every single little thing that's happening. And so you ask, how do we find them in our lives? I don't think it's something you can just find and then you're done it's not like you know like a physical object that you've (laughs) lost and then you just find it and it's all good I think it's always going to be an ongoing process so I don't have everything figured out there's no like one answer for anyone (laughs) yeah yeah but I would say just so giving yourself time to explore different outlets explore different ways of thinking listening to podcasts and reading books on different forms of spirituality or, you know, different rituals and routines, that kind of thing. Just see what resonates, see what doesn't, and then, you know, figure out how you can incorporate it into your life and figure out what things make you feel really good, what things make you feel content, what reminds you that you are enough as you are right now without having to do all these other things. And the more that you can find those little activities, the more the more you can start to like really believe them. You, I think you have to find the evidence for yourself. Yes. <laughs> so this thing makes me feel really good. So I'm going to do it more and more, you know, but it might look different from what makes me feel really good to what makes you feel really good. It will yes. be different because we're all different. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said. And you know, I feel so annoying when I repeat this phrase all the time, what works <laughs> for you might not work for someone else. I repeat this on all my episodes, I swear, but it's just true. And it's, it's, so crazy you know for someone yoga is the best way for stress relief for someone just it doesn't work you get you get bored oh so the same is about meditation but let's talk about your community which plays a huge part in your life so Mm -hmm. the sustainable bliss how did you start it and tell us everything about it we would like to know all (laughs) (laughs) oh you're so sweet yeah so I started it it was really it just started as a blog so when I was back in corporate and was starting to kind of be like okay this isn't really what I want to do let's start to explore other things and I thought I wanted to go like I said into nutrition and then I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do I was looking at all the things that I had changed in my own life and I wanted to share them with other people so it started as just a blog for me to share my thoughts and what was working for me you know I I even shared I think some recipes like at the beginning it was so random but it was all just about, uh, you know, self-care, personal development. That's been the theme throughout all of it. And then the more that I started writing on that blog, and then I started an Instagram account, and I realized that there was really a need for just these kind of reminders for self-care. And not only that, but there was a need for community as well. Because I know when I started on my 
you know, personal development journey, when I started exploring all these things, a lot of people around me weren't really interested in them. And so it was quite difficult because I would be out with friends or something and I would be like, you know, I really should go home. Like, I know it's only like 930, but I need to go to bed like in the next hour if I want to, you know, get up and go to the gym and stuff in the morning. And um, people didn't really understand why I was doing that. And, you know, of course, there needs to be a balance. Like, I I don't go home every night at 10 p.m. and just say, (laughs) you know, I'm never going to hang out with people (laughs) because they stay up too late. Like that's, that's not what I'm saying, but I didn't really have anyone around me who had the same kind of values as me. And it made it a little bit more challenging at the beginning because I would, I didn't want to talk about certain things. And so that's why I started the blog because I was like, well, if I start the blog, whoever reads it can read it. And if people aren't interested, they don't have to read it. They don't have to follow on social media. And so I was like, other people must be feeling this way as well. So that's why I've kind of expanded it into more of a community. And that's why I started the membership, because I was like, people need other people to connect with who are aligned with them, who are interested in the same kind of things, who are maybe at a similar point in their life or where they're just trying to incorporate this into their day and they need that extra support. They need someone to talk to, to tell them that they're not alone or, you know, whatever it is. So yes, there's a free Facebook group, um, which I would love to have anyone, you know, join if this sounds like something you're interested in. And then the membership gives you access to weekly meditations, other monthly self-care classes and events and, you know, personal development masterclasses, there's like a library of on demand content. So if you miss the classes, you still have access to them. It's in the beginning stages, but I'm really trying to build a platform which helps me to stay accountable to my self care and helps other people to stay accountable, because it can be so hard, like, especially when you're busy for self care to just be the the first thing that you drop off your to do list. So I want to remind people of the importance of it. And I find that like, when I schedule classes for myself, that's why I loved going to a gym, you know, I would sign up for classes, and then I would I would do it because I had signed up, you know, whereas if you don't do that, then you kind of can just easily be like, Oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. So that's why I created this membership for accountability and, you know, that community. Um, so you can connect with others. Yeah, I really love it. that you said people need people. It can help us to stay motivated. And I understand you about your friends because I'm the one in our group of friends, or I guess I'm the only one from all people that I know who is a spiritual person. You know, I said to my friend the other day, like I got a job, a new job, and I'm so excited about this. And I said to her, you know, I manifested this. And she looks at me like, huh? You really think you did it? And I'm like, yeah, I really think I did it. And she's like, okay, I'm not going to argue with you because I don't want to ruin your vibe, whatever is it. And I'm like, okay, but I did it. And she's like, yeah, sure. It was so funny. But you know, I guess I'm also the only one who meditate because I guess not all my friends, but most of them, they tried it. But they are so lazy to stick to this routine. You should try better. 
to achieve some success and to see some progress, I think. And also, while I before even contact with you, I was looking like through your, through your pages, through your website, and all the things, and I was so excited to read your post and they are so well put together and, and interesting to read and also I can see that lots of people give a great feedback about everything that you do whether it's some life or whether it's something that you do in your membership in your community so you really have a great family I guess I can say it <laughs> yeah yeah I definitely have cultivated like such a good group of people I think yes. when you know, I think when you're in this space, everyone is so like, just so nice and welcoming and yeah. ready to kind of share and stuff. But yeah, like you said, I totally agree. And I think at the beginning, I didn't really talk about certain things because I was worried what other people would think. And yeah. so now that I've created a space where I can just, you know, post how I'm feeling or what I'm, what's going on with me. And I know that people are going to receive it and that there's probably going to be some like discussion or some messages of support. It just, it makes me feel so good to, yeah. to really have that. And with, you know, I still have those friends and family. Like I did, I didn't cut them out of my lives because they didn't, you know, understand exactly what I was doing. <laughs> it's just... I had to find other people who were interested in those things so that I could, you know, talk to them about it and have people to connect with. So I, yeah, I never want to like force my beliefs on anyone else. Of course, I think people, different people serve different purposes in your life. So it's important to, you know, remember that. But if you, if you do find that you don't have people that resonate with what you're doing or what you're interested in, that's why social media and stuff is so great because you can yeah. search out other people who can fill that kind of not void in your life, but almost, you know, they can fill that, that part. You can talk to them. Yeah. And now I think as far as I don't have friends offline in my real life to talk about this, I guess I should join your community to have some <laughs> good people. <laughs> I mean, like I have good people around me, but I mean, people who share my interests. So it's going to be perfect. And I yeah. also started talking with you like about meditation and spirituality. And I told you about myself that sometimes I have a very great progress. I meditate for weeks or months and then I feel so lazy and my motivation is, I don't know, somewhere else. And I don't know how to put my life together. So I start skipping them and I feel guilty and all this stuff. How not to put pressure on yourself if you, you don't want to meditate or you just skip meditation for one day or more. So how to find this balance? And the other question is, should you meditate every day? <laughs> So yeah, this is so important. So I personally don't meditate every single day. I like I said, I am, you know, I, I like to keep myself busy. And sometimes it's to my detriment yes. where I get to the end of the day. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, I didn't meditate in the morning like I wanted to. And then at night, I'm like, just too exhausted to do it. And so yes. I skip it. So definitely, you're not alone in in that. In an ideal world, 100%, I would meditate every day and I would encourage people to meditate every day. But life is so unpredictable. There are so many things that are outside of our control. So I think we just have to 
accept that and accept that your routines and your rituals, as much as you might, you know, love them and want to do them every day, they're not going to look the same every day. So how I've kind of found, uh, I guess, a way around this in my own life is that I try to give myself a block of time for self-care every day. But what I actually do in that time is different depending on how I'm feeling. So regardless, it's, you know, kind of time to reconnect with myself and to get a little bit quiet so that I can feel replenished. But the way that I do it is different. So some days it's meditation. Of course, I would say that's probably the one that I do the most. Um, Sometimes it's going for a longer walk. So getting outside and maybe not listening to a podcast or something like I do a lot of the other time and instead just giving myself that time for my mind to wander. Sometimes it's reading a book or something, whatever it looks like, as long as I'm giving myself some time to connect with myself. Um, Oh, journaling is another, is another big one. Yeah. And sometimes it's all of them. Like, you know, it just, it just depends. And so I don't have like one way to, that you can like (laughs) start giving yourself more grace around it or not putting pressure on yourself because it's another thing that it's just, it takes time and it takes remembering that there's not going to be one, like you said, there's not going to be one thing that works for everyone. And even yourself, when your life looks different every single day, there's not going to be one practice that you can necessarily rely on every single day that you're going to feel like doing it and that you're going to, you know, enjoy it even. It, it just depends. So you have yes. to kind of just be open to that. You have to know that going into it because otherwise you are going to feel that guilt. So know that not every day is going to look the same. In fact, no day is going to look the same. And so just lean into what you feel like doing that day and how, you know, how you can make yourself feel a little bit better that day. And I will say like, sometimes you have to do things even when you don't really want to, you know, like, I don't feel like doing working out or even moving my body every day. But I do know that when I do it, I feel so much better. So there's also there has to be that balance too. Because yeah, sometimes you might not feel like it. But then you know, in your mind (laughs) that if you do it, you're gonna feel better. So you should just do it anyways. (laughs) I love it. And I love how you said it's just everything about the balance. And I realized when I listened to some podcasts and the person has very relaxing voice it's gonna work for me like a meditation and Mm -hmm. also I find the pilates amazing way to relax and to relieve the stress that I have and I'm a huge fan again I'm saying this all the time and probably people get annoyed by me (laughs) when I say it all the time but I really love Tasha Franken pilates I bought a subscription and it's one of the best purchases that I have ever made because everything her voice background exercises every move is so perfect and helps me to relax I feel like I'm a new person reborn and now I'm ready to start this day and it's so cool and it's really amazing to find again what works for you and you're just gonna stick with this maybe it's gonna be as you said multiple things so variety of them and you're going to choose one day it's going to be meditation another day it's going to be journal or in the third day it's going to be both so you combine all of it you play with them and you're gonna find your inner peace I guess as we said Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. I think you sharing what works for you is so helpful because that will work for other people. It won't work for everyone, but I think always sharing the resources of things that you love is so, so impactful for people. And I also love that you said play with it because I never really thought of it in that way, but you're so right. It's playing with my schedule in a way that makes me feel good. And that's why one of the main reasons I said, you know, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I didn't want it every day to look the same. So why am I trying to make my rituals and routines look (laughs) the same every day? That doesn't make any sense. So I love that. Yeah. yeah. And you, you, you know, you make me realize that we should play with it. So it was just my realization, the moment of your speech. So I'm like, okay, maybe we should play around and make it perfect. Again, we are so tired when every day is the same. We've been in pandemic for more than a year and every day was the same waking up you're still at home go to bed between all these things you've been doing some stuff it was really annoying so play around is is a great advice I guess (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah I love it yes and now I have some frequent questions for you from people who want to find more about meditation so the first one is I want to meditate but I'm not very good at it what can I do how can I get better yeah I hear this all the time too so (laughs) You're definitely not alone if you feel like you're not good at meditation, but I want you to know that there is no, you can't fail at meditation. There's no right or wrong way. I don't believe that you, you know, can meditate or should meditate. So meditation is a practice. It's just like going to the gym, but for your mind, you know, and you're not going to go to the gym the first day and expect to be able to lift the biggest weights if you haven't worked out in you know a year or two like you have to kind of give yourself grace and recognize that it's going to take time so it's completely normal to find it really challenging at the beginning or even to not enjoy it because you feel like your mind is wandering a lot but the thing is that we have literally thousands and thousands of thoughts every single day all the time in our mind so to to believe that we could just shut off our laptop or have an extra five minutes I'm gonna go meditate and my mind will instantly be clear that is so unrealistic and so when we set that expectation of course we're gonna feel like we're not good at it because we expected to have no thoughts and we had 10 20 whatever however many thoughts and so of course we're gonna feel like we disappointed ourselves but that's not the purpose of meditation. Meditation isn't to reach a state every time where you have no thoughts, a completely clear mind. Really, the practice is that you want to become an observer of your thoughts, because so often we think something and we automatically assume that like that's the truth, or we think something and then we go down a rabbit hole of yes. a million other thoughts. Yeah. And it's, we get carried away by them. And then we realize like 10 or 15 minutes later, why am I thinking about this thing that's like 10 years down the road probably is never even going to happen. We're so hard on ourselves for that. But um, what meditation allows you to do is to catch yourself a little bit quicker when you find yourself um, in your mind wandering into thoughts, especially thoughts that are unhelpful. So you 
you notice when you're when you allow yourself time to be quiet, to close your eyes, and to just start to observe the thoughts that are coming up, you can start to catch yourself a little bit quicker. Oh, my mind is wandering. I'm thinking about what's for dinner tonight. That's really not that important right now. It's 10 a.m. I don't need to pick up anything for dinner. I already have everything I need. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not helpful. In this moment, I don't need to be thinking about that. So I'm going to redirect my thoughts to my breath. I'm going to redirect my attention, sorry, to my breath, my focus to my breath so that I am not as carried away by those thoughts. So I would say to those people, know that you're not failing, you know, continue to practice, continue to redirect your attention anytime that you notice your mind wandering. And I like to recommend guided meditations. I don't know if that's what you use as well, yeah, but yes. yeah, I think especially at the beginning, it can be really helpful to have someone who's giving you those reminders to focus on your breath because sometimes at the beginning, you don't even realize that your mind yes. is wandering until like the timer goes off and you're like, oh my gosh, I, you know, yeah. I didn't, I didn't redirect my attention once that whole time. <laughs> and so that's of course, obviously okay as well. Like I said, there's no wrong way or right way to do it. But I think that guided meditations at the beginning can be really helpful. Um, It it kind of gives yourself, your mind, something to grasp onto too, to someone else's words and some visualization or some reminders to focus on your breath can be really helpful rather than just listening to music. But also if, you know, if you want to listen to music right from the beginning, that's okay too. But I would just say, if you're trying at all, you're doing a really good thing for your mental health, for your stress levels, it, you're taking a really huge step and it's really impactful. So know that your mind is going to wander and just, you know, redirect your attention yes. each time to your breath. You're, you're not failing. You're not bad at it. Yeah. You just, yeah, you just need a little bit more practice. And even just one final thought on that, like even me now, I'm a teacher, been practicing for quite a while. I have sessions where I'm like, well, that went terribly. And then I have to remind myself that, you know, that's the practice. Like I have a lot going on, so it's okay. So, you know, know that you're not alone. Even if you're a beginner, like expert meditators too. I'm not an, I don't call myself an expert, but you know, even people who are five years down the road from you are still dealing with that same thing. So yeah, you're not alone. I love that you said that you have like this thoughts during the sessions. And I mm-hmm. guess like all people, we have like this stereotypes. If you meditate, you shouldn't think about other things. But in reality, I guess you should give yourself a little bit space. So yeah, yeah. if you're if your mind is wondering, okay, but just redirect your attention again, as you said, and just continue doing it. And I love that you said there is no wrong or right way to do. So we go back to our phrase of today's episode. <laughs> What works for you may not may not work for other people and you should find what works for you. Exactly. Yeah, we're just going to keep repeating that, everyone. So. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> okay, and the next one, I'm actually very curious about, about this one. So how can a busy mind and a restless body be helpful? Yeah, this is so interesting. So this is actually not a question that I've really got before, but I have been thinking about it. And I think that honestly, 
anything that is happening to us can we can see it as a learning opportunity or you know an a learning experience and oftentimes when something is happening if our mind is wandering a lot or our body is restless it can be trying to tell us something like it can be telling us if something doesn't feel good or if you know we're not 100% certain on something it can kind of be a good indication so for thoughts in particular I think a lot of the time our thoughts help us to sort through things. And, you know, that's a huge advantage of being a human. We have the ability to play out different scenarios in our mind, see which one will turn out, and then we can kind of like make our decisions based on that. And I think that can be really helpful a lot of the time. It's what helps us to make different decisions in our lives and to know, you know, what things feel good and seem good and what things maybe don't feel as good when we play them out to the end, we can recognize, oh, actually, I don't really like what that looks like. Like, even when I was working at corporate, I was like, this is fine. But I'm playing out in my year in my head 10 years from now, am I going to love this? Probably not. So let's start to make change now. So I think that having a lot of thoughts isn't, you know, a bad thing. What happens often nowadays is that we run through scenarios in our head that aren't helpful. So we allow ourselves to, to, yeah, to, to worry about things that happened like 10 years ago when we embarrassed ourselves in front of like a group of people. And it's like, you can't go back and change that. Those people probably don't remember, you know, you're fine it's not, it's not important at all. And it's not helpful to keep replaying that in our mind. But oftentimes we do, or the opposite of that, we think towards the future, like I'm saying, we were reviewing all these scenarios, and to a certain point, they're helpful. But let's say we've already made a decision. And then what we do is we start second guessing ourselves. And we start thinking about, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, what are we going to do if this happens or like maybe this will happen and it it's to the point where it's not helpful anymore so I think worry and you know even stress and stuff and thoughts can be helpful up to a certain point because it's an indicator for us but if we find that we're ruminating on things that likely won't happen or things that have already happened that we can't change that's when it becomes not helpful you know (laughs) I really love this one it's just like it's so interesting to hear somebody else's point of view because it's also help you to navigate and just to first of all you you learn the information you get knowledge and the in other hand you just you start thinking about it too so it's so like it's amazing and I guess when we have busy mind or our body is stressed or when you feel bad First of all, you should listen to it. You should pay attention yeah. because if you don't do this, it's going to lead to some something bad, probably as we all mm-hmm. know. So I really love what she said. Yeah, with um, on the restless body too, I, I guess I didn't mention that as much, but our bodies are such great indicators of energy. And so yes. how something feels is really, like you said, it's really important to listen to that and see if things feel good, if a decision, you know, if you play out the decision in your mind, how does it feel in your body? Does it feel heavy or does it feel light? Like that's a really good uh, indicator. So yeah, a restless body can be a really great thing because maybe it's telling you that what you're doing is not 
is not right or is that something needs to shift, you know, but at the same time, again, on the other end of the spectrum, if you're always moving and you're never giving yourself time to slow down, then that's also not helpful. So with everything, there is like a harmony you need to find, a balance of some sort that you need to find, and it's going to be, yeah, unique to you. So just listen to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Mm -hmm. the next one that we have is why should I put my attention on my breasts? So when we do a guided meditation, you always can hear focus on your breasts and all these things. So why we should do this? (laughs) Yeah. So when you focus on your breath, it's really, it's the best reminder that we're in the present moment. Because if you think about it, and I forget who said this, Um, But you can never take back a breath that you've already, you know, that you've already breathed. You can never take back a breath from the past. You can never make a future breath come any quicker than the present moment. So when you're focusing on your breath, you know that you're focused on the present. And that's really the, the point, again, of meditation is to be as focused on the present as you can and not letting your thoughts of the past or the future Uh, take you away and carry you away because right now is really the only thing that's important when you're in meditation the present moment is really where you want to place your focus and so your breath is just the best indicator of that and also from a more like um the more physical side of things, I guess, our breath really allows us to slow down and it helps our body to move from fight or flight or freeze into a state of rest and digest. So your breath helps you to calm your nervous system so that you can, you know, relieve some of that stress, relieve some of that anxiety by just connecting to your breath, letting some deeper breaths in instead of what we do most of the day is we just have really shallow breaths. We're Um, never really breathing like properly or fully. So when you're in meditation, it's just a good time to remind yourself to slow down your breath so that you can calm your nervous system. Yeah. And I also remember when I started my journey with meditation, I don't remember where I heard it, but it's some kind of practice. So when you do the meditation and you focus on your breath, so you inhale like cool air and you exhale a warm or a hot Mm -hmm. one. And it was exactly the one or the first thing that helped me to focus is there some kind of technique or I don't know maybe I had just a dream about it (laughs) no no that is totally I say that a lot actually in my guided meditations too like whenever you can use your senses to kind of take into account what's happening in the present it can also help to calm your nervous system so what what's the temperature of the breath as it comes in your nose what's the temperature of your breath as it leaves you know how does your breath feel in your body like do you feel your belly and your chest expanding as you inhale contracting as you exhale yeah like what do you hear all right like listen to the sounds of my voice or the songs like all of those things can really help you to focus because you're the more that you can incorporate all of your senses the more that you like your entire body will be focused on the practice so yeah Yeah. that's definitely definitely true Mm -hmm. and 
one more one more thing i guess it's out of the topic but i when i was so curious about manifestation and all the things so i found like some meditation that can help you to manifest all the things and it was so interesting again i guess i'm so crazy about spirituality <laughs> so there were like something you have a meditation it has some wonderful like sounds background whatever is it so you start thinking that you can see some things like you can feel them you can touch them maybe you can smell it and it mm -hmm. can help to also to really to feel better so you do not feel stressful and i remember i was doing this technique technique Oh my God, technique. <laughs> okay, while I was having my exams at college. So I was so nervous. And before the exam, I guess one hour before, I was sitting next to my computer imagining how I'm going to do this. I open my laptop. I feel completely relaxed. I put my pen in my hand. I start writing. So when I sat in front of my computer, I felt... I guess the most relaxing and it was so good. I was calm and I was confident in myself and I wrote this exam better than anybody. So wow. I was proud of myself. And actually, I it's really interesting to try some different spiritual things because they can help you to discover some, I don't know, something new. Again, our brain is such an unbelievable part of our body and we don't know it like how it works for 100% and I had like this mixed feelings and I don't know how to even express this so when I told this to my other friend they told me okay you're crazy and I'm like what the hell I love you guys so much but you don't give a shit about all the things that I do that connected with spirituality and it's so sad and hilarious at the same time yeah, well, I love that you found something that works for you because that's yes. so, so powerful. And uh, yeah, I can say I've had similar experiences in different ways, but I hate public speaking like so much. I used yeah. to get so nervous every time that I had to do it. And it's not that I don't feel nervous anymore, but I, when I take time before I do it to like even something like this that would have used to make me like, literally feel like I was going to faint. <laughs> um, if I take time before to like get grounded and to just, like you said, visualize it happening and visualize it going well, it's not that you're, you know, predicting the future or anything, but it's just that you're, you're preparing yourself for it so that you can feel more calm when you go into it. So mm. I love that you shared that. <laughs> okay. So my next question is how long should I practice meditation? Yeah. And you probably already know my answer is going to be yes. that it's completely <laughs> up to you. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I will, so I'll say two things. The first is when you're first starting out, like start slowly, like start with just two minutes a day, Start with taking three really deep breaths when you wake up in the morning, a few deep breaths before you go to bed. Start with that and see how it feels and then kind of work your way up from there. Um, because if you try to do too long at the beginning, you are going to overwhelm yourself and then you're not going to want to do it in the future. And also if you you know, say, oh, I have to do it for 20 minutes or it's not effective, then if you don't have 20 minutes, you're not going to do it. So I think just start slow, start with like the little spaces that are in your day, whether it's in between a meeting or in between a 
class, like whatever it is, see if you can fit in one to two minutes of just like closing your eyes and connecting with how you're feeling. And then move up from there and try like a five minute guided meditation. We have one on the Sustainable Bliss website that you can download for free. There's also a million on YouTube or on different apps, like see what resonates, see whose meditations you like, because again, they're all different. So you'll want to choose someone who's voice you resonate with and who's the content you resonate with and you feel good after it and then you know work your way up and see what feels good i know the general recommendations though if you have been meditating for a long time and you want to try and fit it in in bigger chunks they i believe it's the last time i checked anyways it was like 20 to 30 minutes daily for all of the benefits of you know all the changes to your brain the increases in gray matter all of that stuff but again don't overwhelm yourself at the beginning you can set that as you know an intention that you want to get to that in the future but uh, you know again every day is going to look different so don't expect to do that every yeah. single day mm-hmm. i really love this one because i get so overwhelmed when i see like you know, some great meditation and I did it once and I had time to do it and I was in the mood to do this. It was like 20 minutes, but I look and I'm like, okay, I don't want to do it today. I don't feel like it. Sometimes I just want to do two minutes or sometimes it's going to be 20. So I really love how you said again, what works for you, find what what suits you the best. It's It's actually, it's so good. And I guess meditation, it's something that should bring you pleasure not guilt so when you play around as we already said you you're gonna feel better yeah for sure yeah so good yes and now my next one is how can i use meditation as a refuge when times are difficult Hmm. so i think that when times are difficult we really need to connect with ourselves again, because we need to start listening to ourselves probably a little bit more to see what the next step is, or, you know, really connect with just how we're feeling. Because nowadays with the online world, with social media, it's so easy to get overwhelmed with all the noise externally. There's always a million things happening. There's always a million different conflicting viewpoints. There's always stuff happening um, in the world that, yes, requires your attention to some extent that, you know, do what you can for all of all of these things. I'm not saying to disconnect from your obligations as, you know, a student and just, you know, give up on anything or, you know, your obligations to society to be like a contributing member of society and do what you can to support causes that need it. But when you are feeling really overwhelmed or really stressed out, you are probably not going to be able to show up as your best self in those areas anyways. So give yourself the time to get quiet and bring yourself, like I said, into that state of rest and digest into that state of calm and more clarity so that you can remind yourself, you know, of the the present moment, remind yourself to focus on the present moment on what you can control instead of what's outside of your control. And I think that the more that you do that, the more that you can just reconnect with yourself, you're going to feel better in in times of difficulty. And you're going to be able to, I don't know if bounce back is the right word, because, (laughs) you know, 
you're it's not like you're any worse off when times are difficult like you're still you're a human you're going to have difficult times but you'll probably be able to show up a little bit better in the future um to all of these things that might be causing you difficulty or causing you overwhelm because you gave yourself time to really reflect on how you were feeling and what your what was the next best move for you individually? Does that make yeah. sense? <laughs> sure, of course it does. And the last one that we have from this like frequent questions, what can I do to not make myself anxious? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think oftentimes the reason that we might experience um, bouts of anxiety is because we're thinking, like I said before, too much about like future scenarios or ruminating too much on past events instead of just being present. So I do think that slowing down enough to focus on your breath and taking note with all of your senses of what's happening in the present can be really helpful for moving your body into more of a state of calm. However, that's just one suggestion. And because we're talking about meditation, like that's what my main suggestion for this conversation would be. But there's so many other factors in your life too that play into anxiety, especially if you experience like any kind of chronic anxiety. So I would say just checking in with yourself in kind of all areas, like are you getting enough sleep? Are you feeding yourself the proper nutrients? Like is your body getting what it needs to to thrive? Are there any imbalances that you, you know might require some medication are you fulfilled in like different areas of your life or can you start to if you're not can you start to make some small shifts there or in your environment you know there's so many different things that I know like saying all those things can be kind of overwhelming and when I experienced like those health concerns back when I was in corporate I was like oh my gosh there's a million things I could do to like fix this but I think at first just start with one whatever one feel you feel like resonates the most with you and start to make changes there and then you'll once you kind of feel more confident in that area of your life you can expand into other areas too and overall you'll probably start to feel better. <laughs> I love it. I love all your answers. They are so oh. cool and they are really, really helpful. Again, as for me who've been doing meditation for a while and for those who who've been doing it longer than I and for those who just started doing this. And the last thing that I'm gonna ask before our final segment is what advice can you give to our listeners? I would just say kind of a recap of things that we've talked about. So give yourself time to get quiet and reconnect with yourself. I would, of course, love for you to try meditation, whether it's coming to one of my classes or just taking a few minutes today or even a few moments to just take a few deep breaths, like even as you're listening to this, depending on what you're doing, um, obviously, be safe, but you know, if you can close yes. your eyes and take a few deep breaths, um, I, I know that it will make you feel a little bit better. And I think it's important in your day to day to find those little things that do help you to feel incrementally better because they do add up. So yeah, that would be my little bit of advice. <laughs> yeah, you gave us so many useful advices today. And they are just marvelous. And we have with you 
pretty long conversation, but we have final thing to do. It's our final segment. So I'm going to ask you simple questions and I would like to know your answers. So it's like the same that we did with you before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the first one is who inspires you the most? Yeah, I don't know if I have one person in particular that I want to shout out, but I would say in general, when people are clearly being themselves, especially in the online world, when it can be hard to show your authentic self and, you know, when people are sharing what they're going through and doing so in a way that makes other people feel heard and seen, that's really what inspires me the most. And that's what I try to do with my content. So when I see it, it makes me want to do it more as well. Oh, this is so good. The next one is quote that makes you feel power. Yeah, the quote that I like basically live by for years and years is do something today that your future self will thank you for. And so yeah, I just I love that quote. because <laughs> I think I think it gives you a lot of power in your day to make different decisions and stuff yes. knowing that you'll thank yourself later. <laughs> Yeah, we started talking about future. Now let's talk about past. What advice would you give to your younger self? Mm. To stop caring what people think so much. (laughs) It's probably very common, but I think it's it's so sad that I used to care so much. Like, of course, you need input from important people in your life who have your best interests at heart, all of that. But I used to worry what everyone would think. And the thing is, no one, you're never going to agree with everyone. Not everyone is going to like you, all of those kind of things. So it's been a work in progress, but I would just tell her, just trust yourself. If you're doing good things, you know, you're, you're making yourself proud. So stop worrying so much about what everyone else is is thinking. Yes. And, and she would be very proud of you right now. (laughs) Thank you. That's so sweet. Okay, my next one is what does to be rare mean to you? I love the name of your podcast because thank you. Yeah, I love the whole concept because I think that being rare just means being you because we're all unique. We all have different things to offer the world and again on the, with the online world, it can be really easy to let other people's thoughts and feelings like kind of dictate what you do and you you there's like this pressure to conform with everyone else. But I think if you take the time to listen to what you believe and what, you know, feels true to you, instead of what everyone else is thinking, then you're going to just feel a lot better. And I love the word rare, because it has such a positive connotation. Like I remember back in school, when someone was different, and they were really just being their authentic self, they would be called things like weird, you know, and which I appreciate. I know I'm weird. That's fine with me now. But when you're younger, I think that it kind of has a negative connotation associated with it. And so then more people hide who they are because they don't want to be different. But when you say, you know, to be rare, it's like, oh, that makes me feel so good. I am rare, you know, so I love it. (laughs) Yes. Yes, you are rare. We are all rare. And I guess we should all embrace this. This is like really wonderful thing. And I guess as older we get, 
So as much we can understand this, because as you said, exactly what about when we are younger, we have like a different opinion about this and a different opinion about things in general. So mm -hmm. I really love this one. And the next one is your recommendation. So I would like your opinion or your favorite. So someone to follow, something to watch, listen and read. Okay, someone to follow on Instagram is uh, be at Beaming Design. And I don't, I don't know if you know the account, but because it's a mix of like graphic design and personal development reminders and quotes, it's like the best of both worlds for me, who's yeah. someone who's in media and also personal development. So definitely that account, something to watch. If you haven't already watched Heal, the, that documentary on Netflix, yeah. I think it is so, it's so good. And it's like, it's quite a few years old now, but I still... I still love recommending it to people because I think it's so powerful. Something to read. Oh my gosh, I have so many book recommendations, but <sighs> I would say The Alchemist and The Four Agreements are two really great ones for, they're, they are kind of spiritual, but they're done in like a very approachable way and a very easy way to understand and something to listen. Most of my podcasts are around business because I'm an entrepreneur. so. I have to recommend Earn Your Happy, which is a podcast by Lori Harder. And I just listen to that whenever I need inspiration to keep going in building my business, because there are a lot of days that I want to give up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there are so cool recommendations. And the last but not least, where our listeners can find you any social media. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to <laughs> shout out my different platforms. On Instagram, we're at Sustainable Bliss Co. Um, or if you want to follow my personal, it's at Jasmine Irvin. Our website is sustainablebliss.co.com. And I think I mentioned earlier, there's a five minute meditation you can download. So if you want that, it's on that website. And if you want to learn more about joining our membership, you can get on the wait list at sustainableblissco.com slash membership, or you can just send me a DM. I am in the DMs all the time. So if you have questions, just let me know and I would be happy to answer them. <laughs> Thank you so much for this conversation. It was so fun, first of all, and I really enjoy all of it. We discussed with you so many interesting topics, and I want to say that you are so sweet, and it's so easy and nice to talk with you, and I'm so grateful for this opportunity and that you oh have gosh. time to join us today. I really yeah. enjoyed it. No, thank you so much. I am so grateful for you. And yeah, for letting me be on this platform, having this conversation. It was so great. Yes, yeah, sure. So I wish you to have an amazing day, week, months, the rest of your year and the rest of your life. And <laughs> I wish too. you good luck with everything that you do. And I hope to see you soon. Thank you yes. so much. <laughs> thank you. You too. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I do. Make sure that you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever you listen to it, in case not to miss further episodes. I would really appreciate if you could leave a review and give me five stars. It really helps my podcast to be seen by other people. 
Also, follow our Instagram, iamrea.podcast, and get involved. I will announce everything there. Be free to DM if you have some questions, ideas, or contact us on iamrea.podcast.gmail.com. Thank you so much. Stay rare. Have a great day and see you guys next Monday.